We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I am ready to get back. I am ready to, not that I went anywhere, but ready after a day off. I'm ready to get going with the new year here. The weather is just going to be rough today, but man, I don't know about you, that sweaty concrete and all that stuff, that is just gross. And I would rather it be summertime hot than deal with that. Uh, Today, 90% chance for showers. Some storms could be severe. Highs of 80 tomorrow, back to sunny skies. Highs of 74, sunny and cool on Thursday and Friday. Highs of 62 for the weekend, a bit warmer, 70 on uh, Saturday for a high, 69 on Sunday. 20% chance for showers, a little bit more humid too, so certainly uh, warmer than it has been. I think our normal daytime high at this time of year is about 65. That would be the average. Uh, Mike Detelier joins us right now, our friend, uh, NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk. How you doing, Mike? I'm fine. Thank you, Tommy. Let me say this. The CBS lady, I think, on the news got a little bit ahead of herself when she was talking about uh, uh, this young man being hurt after a um, a heart injury, after a hard hit. And I, and I did some research on this, and we're going to talk to a cardiologist from um, the LSU School of Public Health about the causes of cardiac arrest and what can cause it and what can't. So just to be clear, it is... Uh, way ahead of time to start saying that it was because of this or because of that. There can be a multitude of reasons, and I don't think it's right to speculate. But with that said, Mike, um, your thoughts and what you saw last night. I know I fell asleep saying prayers for the young man. I did because it's just, it's just shocking, and it shows you the fragility of life. Yeah, uh, and um, I didn't see it in real time. We had we had finished the show. Uh, Luke and I had went uh, grab supper, had the uh, slipper. And as we leaving, uh, one of the uh, ladies working at the slipper said, did you see what what happened? And I said, no. And she was like, you better take a quick look uh, before you leave. And, uh, man, it, you know, it's stunning. It goes to show um, the brutality of this game and how fragile life is. And... You know, I've I've heard the explanations of what's happened. I've um, certainly read about this has happened. Also, it's it's where you know young kids. They if you're a pitcher in baseball, uh, they make you wear uh, the guard uh, underneath your sort of clothing uh, because you can take a shot with a ball, uh, right. a ball being hit. Uh, and uh, it can cause, you know, just an irregular heartbeat uh, that that this could happen to you. And so uh, I've 
it's the first time I've seen it in like this NFL. I remember as a really young kid, this a similar issue happened to Chuck Hughes, uh, who was a wide receiver for the Detroit Lions, who actually passed away on the field uh, back early seventies, uh, and so. You know, your heart and prayers go go out, you know, to DeMar and his family, you know, and, you know, his mom's in the stands, and, you know, they have to go get her. And you sort of forget that this is somebody's son, uh, you know, brother, cousin, you know, teammate. You know, it's, it's real-life kind of gladiator stuff, I guess, uh, in our time. Uh, but just how, as you put it, fragile uh, things can be and th- this type of condition. But it's the first time I've seen anything like that happen. I've seen injuries to head and neck and you name it, uh, injury-wise, but in that sort of thing. And um, the NFL was, was smart. I, I don't know what took them so long uh, to make that decision, uh, not to play this game, but, and you know, and they got some real idiots out there <laughs> in the reporting world that, you know, well, this game should have went on. And, and Tommy, to be honest with you, probably three, four, five years ago, it would have. Uh, it, it probably would have. Uh, but, you know, and one in particular, this Skip Bayless, who has made a career of just ripping into athletes and coaches and you name it, uh, you know, uh, he, he was one of them uh, that, you know, game should go on. Uh, you understand the fragility of life. And this is somebody, this is a human being you're talking about here. Uh, so, um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't get how you live in this real world if you don't understand that. But, um, man, you know, it's, the, it's the just thing, heartbreaking. Yeah, the only thing I would give the NFL a little bit of slack on is that maybe they were working with the details with the family and the players and making sure they were controlling information to make sure nothing false got out there. That's the only break I can give them. Um, and that they just were, you know, talking to the teams and they were putting the players' safety and his family's privacy and everything else at the top of the list. And then they got to that a couple of minutes later. I hope that's the case. I really do. Um, I doubt it. Uh, well, because, you know, one thing with the NFL, the game goes on. Mm-hmm. It's always been their philosophy, no matter what. Um, our, this is something that happened a few years back um, before Pete Rozelle passed away. He actually won his own award here, the Pete Rozelle Award, mm-hmm. which was named after him. And uh, Buddy and I, uh, Diliberto, had a chance to talk to him uh, after the award, just sit down, and he had retired uh, from being commissioner at this point. And uh, I remember Buddy asking him, the worst decision you ever made? And he said, real easy. Um, we had NFL games after President Kennedy got killed. All right, let's take a break. We'll pick it up here. We come back. To be clear, um, I don't know that anybody knows exactly what caused the the. Um, cardiac uh, arrest we're going to talk to dr frank smart chief of cardiology at lsu health new orleans school of medicine about 7 10 and try to go into this and and uh, there are you know, some genetic factors there are some different things as well that can cause it 
Um, yeah, again, their shoulder pads come down below the heart, so you would think uh, unless somehow a foot got underneath it. I don't know that anybody really knows right now, but we'll continue to follow it, and the best thing you can do is just say some prayers to that young man because I think the whole nation is praying for him. He needs a miracle, and I hope he gets it. 621 more when we return. We'll get a little positive, talk about the uh, Saints, although they're not going to go to the playoffs, about that huge win for LSU and probably the biggest win in the history of Tulane football ever yesterday. Time for traffic now on WWL. 626, Tommy Tucker, WWL. Damar Hamlin, number three for the Bills, is in a medically induced coma. And I don't know that anybody knows any more than that other than his family and his doctors. The Mike, going to what the NFL was thinking about, uh, Joe Buck four times announced that they were going to have five minutes to restart the game. The NFL said, no, that's not the case at all. And Joe Buck's been around a long time, and I can't believe that he would just freelance this four times. So somebody's fibbing about something somewhere, and I don't think it's Joe Buck. Um Let's talk about. I agree. Let's talk about totally. Let's talk. About uh, I agree totally. Okay. And so that tells you, um, uh, again, we we live in a little bit different world. I, I really believe that uh, had the condition with Hamlin happened three or four years ago, the game would have went on. Uh, but it's it's changed now, and it should have changed. And they've tried to make this game. And this sort of event, I mean, how many times have we seen tackles similar to that? But it was just um, that sort of situation, uh, that, that helmet hitting into the chest and causing the irregular heartbeat. And that's what is being reported uh, by numerous people who have been involved in these type of events before. And, uh, yeah, again, uh, hearts and prayers out to DeMar Hamlin, who uh, I scouted him coming out of Pitt. Uh, he's a Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania guy. Um, you know, and the outpouring of support for, for, uh, for DeMar uh, is, is certainly there, and it kind of brings you to light of we watch it uh, for entertainment. But, you know, to think that this isn't a tough game and, you know, it's because being masked at times is, oh, it's not as tough as it used to be. And uh, I had a conversation with about three or four former players uh, who told me just a couple weeks ago, it's a more dangerous game today than it's ever been. Athletes are bigger, stronger, faster. And as much as you try to protect them from injuries, and um, it, it, it something's going to – not work real well because of those collisions. Along those lines, you know, at the end of the Tulane USC game yesterday, he got a guy that hits a Tulane receiver. I don't think he was defenseless, but it was head-to-head, both of them on the ground after, and then they review it and they say it wasn't targeting. But if you're going to say you're trying to make the game safer and to say that's okay, well, then I think, somehow you either are being hypocritical or there maybe there is no way to make the game safer. We'll get your thoughts on that when we come back. But, you know, they say it wasn't the crown of the helmet. Well, you, then you're talking about these big, muscular guys moving, and it's just physics, force, and velocity as fast as they can. One's acting, the other's reacting, then the other reacts to that. And then you're talking about a matter of inches with the helmet, and as you saw, both the Tulane receiver and the USC defender went down. I don't think the UCSC defenders knows where he is even today. 
But we'll talk about that, Mike, when we come back. We'll also talk about the football aspects of the weekend. A big win for Tulane and LSU completely dominant over Purdue. And then we can talk about the playoff games as well. Mike Detelier, our guest, WWL NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk. And, and Mike is right. They are a lot of stories out saying that it was this, I don't know how to pronounce it, but um, blunt impact of the chest. It's a Latin phrase. We'll get to it when we come back. Time now, WWL First News. For that, we go to Ian Ozan. 6.43.17 before 7. Back to Mike Detelier, WWL NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk. Mike, this two-lane win can you say, I mean, can you really put it into words how big this is? And look, they got a break with the fumbled, uh, fumb muffed kickoff return, but you always get breaks in games. The other team got them too. I know people are texting about that, but I don't hear anything about that. They hung in there. They had every reason to fold, and they didn't. Um, how big is this to Willie <clears throat> Fritz and the program, and where can it go from here? It's the biggest win for Tulane in the modern-day era. Now, I can't talk about what happened. Uh, you know, kind of around World War II time frame uh, where Tulane was a powerhouse in football. But in my time frame, which is over 60 years, it's the biggest football win ever for them. Uh, you're playing one of college football's blue bloods in USC, the Heisman Trophy winner. And you figured out a way to win the game. Listen, uh, things happen in a game, and you got to overcome the adversity of it. Yep. Uh, and they were able to do it. And so you got to give them credit. But Tajay Spears, what an unbelievable performance uh, he put on his final yards, game. 12 yards of rush, is that what he averaged? Yeah. And so every time, you know, USC would kind of build the lead, you know, Tajay would would shorten that up real quickly for him. And he, just a magnificent performance. But he's done this virtually all season long. Uh, he really has. He's been terrific. And so, man, you got to give him credit there. And this was – this is the biggest turnaround in college football history from a two-win team to a 12-win team. It's never happened before. In college football. And when the one thing I give Willie Fritz, he doesn't have to do this, but two years ago in that two win season, you know, we had him on for the the Chilean coaches hour. And Willie didn't miss the beat. He came on every week. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what what is he gonna say? I mean you 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 getting beat. He never missed time, he never complained, he never took the criticism of his team personally. It was, uh, you know, we just got to get better at it, and he kept coaching. And he made some changes on his staff and able to fight back. But to win in that atmosphere when a lot of eyes on the college football world were watching, because the LSU game was a complete blowout. And it's the first time I had gotten there early to the casino. And just to watch the end of the game, and I'm listening to it, and as I pull in and I get out, and everybody's around the TV. The final five minutes of that game, it was like the Silver Slipper Casino you know, crowd had turned into a Tulane crowd. And the cheer that went up when they reversed the, you know, the what they said was a drop, and it really was a catch, uh, which uh, tied the game. I mean, it really went up big time. 
So it, it is the biggest win in the modern-day era of Tulane football uh, to pull this off. But it's the whole season and what you were able to do in from a two-win team to a 12-win team. So how do you keep it going, Mike? Well, uh, you, you know, it's uh, going to be difficult to match what you just did. Uh, and, and Tajay's announced after the game officially that, that he is turning pro, which uh, I don't blame him. At, at this point, he has nothing more to prove. But you are returning your quarterback who showed, man, he had ice water in the veins yesterday. When they needed plays, he, he got it for him. Uh, you're going to have some rebuilding to do on the defensive side of football. Uh, and, and you saw Caleb makes a lot of defenses look like that because he's really good. I mean, he, he's really college football version of Patrick Mahomes. So it's about recruiting and developing players. And I did a lot of junkets with Nick Saban when he was at LSU. And he would always bring up R&D, recruit and develop players. But it's a little different world now with transfer portal, name, image, likeness, that sort of thing. Willie's done a fantastic job. But just you got to go out and recruit and get players that fit your program, that fit what you want to do. And, uh, man, I, my hat's off to Willie. Not only I think he's a terrific coach, he's a great guy in life. He really does care. Uh, You've you got some coaches, it doesn't matter to them. Uh, you know, one way or another, once it's over with. But he really cares about his players tremendously. And uh, you could tell, man, they, they, went, they gave all out uh, for Willie when they had to yesterday. What can Tulane do, the administration, to give him what he needs if they want to keep this going? Well, that's a two-tier question because I do think that they were helped by bringing in transfer portal people uh, and helping out in the name, image, likeness part of things. People don't want to hear that, but that is, is part of the world is. we live in yep. today. LSU's doing it tremendously uh, with certain people. Adapt so or that, die. That part, uh, helping him a little bit more with the facilities, um, I think would be a big part of it. They're always going to look at academics at a little higher standard, uh, like you do at Vanderbilt or Stanford and uh, you know a few other places. But uh, I think facility-wise and also finances to keep assistant coaches because uh, it, it is part of this world uh, where even Coach Saban has talked about players are 1A, but assistant coaches are 1B. It's part of winning and having that financial funding to keep that going for Willie. Uh, at Tulane, but man, just to think where he was just a year ago and where it is today, you couldn't have scripted this. It would be like a bad movie. Really? Uh, You know, you know, it would be, you know, there's no way this is going to happen. Especially the game yesterday. Nobody would believe the game yesterday would be a bad movie. We'll take a break. We'll talk about LSU when we come back. And it seems like the Tulane alumni are going to have to step up with some name, image, and likeness money if, if, if the Tulane alumni wants to keep the feeling that they had yesterday, they're going to have to step up with some name, image, and likeness money and get some players. It's a shame to say it. It's college football, but it is what it is. 651, 9 till 7. Traffic now, WWL.
655, 5 till 7. Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to Mike Dettelier, WWL NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk. We'll talk about the Saints on Friday because they have been eliminated from the playoffs. We're talking about college football. And, Mike, when it comes to LSU game, LSU's game yesterday, one takeaway for me was we got three quarterbacks. That's great. And the other thought was we got three quarterbacks. That's not so good. You know what I mean? Given today's uh, state of college football, your thoughts on that? Well, you're going to lose one. Yep. Uh, it's, it's the reality of college football. You, you can't keep them all. And Garrett, I think, feels as though he should be a starter somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think of the three, he's the most likely to, to leave. And uh, he's done a nice job. He really has been given an opportunity. And uh, I, I know him pretty well and his dad. Uh, so I, I get it. And that's going to be an opportunity for him to start somewhere. And, you know, Brian Kelly made it very clear yesterday, Jaden Daniels is my starter. Mm-hmm. And, okay, it's a competition, but Jaden is my starter. And you can see that Walker Howard is the guy for the future mm-hmm. for them. So, you know, whatever. We, we've seen this before. I mean, come on, uh, Jalen Hurts left Alabama to go to Oklahoma. Joe Burrow left Ohio State to go to LSU. Baker Mayfield was at Texas Tech, and he went to Oklahoma. Uh, you know, Caleb Williams left Oklahoma to go to USC. So um, it, it's it's a, I'd much rather have that type of situation than not have it, and I'm looking for one. But it does go to show you had some talent, and um, certainly with Purdue, they were overmatched yesterday, speed wise, physicality wise. And people say, oh, well, they didn't have their starting quarterback and their receiver and their tight end and their safety. Well, LSU didn't have B.J. Ojolari, mm-hmm. Ali Gay, Jaqueline Roy, uh, Kayshawn Booty, uh, Jare Jenkins. Uh, okay, that's that's part of the, the bowl world, too. You, you're not going to have the team that you had in late November, early December. But it was a total domination uh, of Purdue and, uh, again, I think it's the calling card for Brian Kelly back in July. There ain't a lot of people, unless you were really the diehardest of LSU fan, to say you'd have got the 10 wins. You know, I'm thinking with college football the way it is now, let, let's just call it what it is. It's professional football, and if you lose um, Nussmeyer, then you get some kind of compensation for him. You can trade players. Why not, right? I mean, we're basically there – Anyway, aren't well, what, well, what coaches are saying is, okay, you can't do that in college football. But I want the scholarship back, yeah, so to speak. I, I want the NCAA to allow me to have that scholarship where I can fill it in with another player. They, the NCAA was tapping the brake on all this, saying, okay, you gave out the scholarship, he left, you lose it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think for a lot of coaches and athletic directors, their deal is, okay, we live in another world now. Get your head out of exactly. the sand. Exactly. Uh, we, you know, give us back that scholarship that we can go out and get someone else. Uh, he, he's not going to be maybe as good, but to fill that position because, uh, boy, you saw it. And, and for a, a few bowl games, teams losing a lot to the NFL early and transfer people. You were mighty thin at some places. And LSU had that situation across the defensive line. They, they were pretty thin there. Again, you may not like it. 
with name, image, and likeness and everything else, but it's a situation, and you got to live with it. You better learn how to use it to your advantage. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it, Tommy. Have a good Thank week. You. We'll talk to you Friday about the Saints. Mike Detelier, WWL NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk. You can text me if you like at 504-260-1870. Do you think college football is better or worse because of the transfer portal? Um. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 